because it's Jen. This is another Jen Zen episode of Reframing Me. In these short bits, I give you something to meditate on or journal about. Today, I'd like you to think about this. Overthinking is a failure to trust ourselves, a failure to trust our knowledge, our history, our training, our intuition. We know so much more than we give ourselves credit for. This week has been a stressful one in my house. If you've been listening to the last few weeks of episodes, you've heard me sharing my boy's high school football playoff journey. Well, it has been a long one for sure, and their team is actually playing in the state championship game tomorrow. Crazy, right? It has been such a super fun experience, but oh my God, such a stressful journey to get to this point. I am very grateful that it's an experience that I have gotten to share. My oldest is a senior and my middle has been a sophomore on JV all season, but was moved up to varsity for the playoffs. So they've both and all of their friends, they've all been on this path to the state championship together. They are super excited, of course, but they're also, they're just kids. They're nervous and they're exhausted. And yes, they are beyond happy to still be playing football in mid-December, But at the same time, I mean, football practices started for them in April. So it has been a long and physically and mentally demanding road for kids. And now here they are set to play at NC State on the field in front of everyone. The media attention, it has been extensive. I mean, we live in Wilmington a great place to live, but partially it's great because not much exciting happens here. So this is a huge deal. I mean, we walked into a place up in Raleigh last week, so two hours away, much bigger city for sure, so much more going on there. And yet my husband had his football hoodie on and a random guy was like, wow, you guys had a really big win. You're going to state. Like, There is a lot riding on this for anyone, let alone kids. They're all feeling it. The players, the coaches, the parents. I never really thought about how much something like this, which is a fun extracurricular high school activity. I never gave any thought to how much pressure this could be on everyone, but it is. My oldest, who's the senior, he's the punter. And being the punter is a strange position in football. It's one that's super important. There's no real glory, however, in being the punter because all that you're really called in to do essentially is kind of save the team when all else has failed. Like if you're even out there playing, it's because things are have gone poorly, at least in that drive. And the punter is the only position who can have an entirely different game experience than literally everyone else. I mean, his best game ever was when his team lost in the playoffs last year. But he played amazing and actually kept the score within much more reason than apparently any other team had been against that team. And he was player of the game. 
there was no big team announcement with the team excitedly cheering for him. There wasn't the weekly Farm Bureau player of the game social media post like there is every other week. And the coach even said to him as he gave it to him, he's like, I can't believe the punter was our player of the game. So yeah, it's a weird position to be in when you have the game of your career and the coach is kind of like, well, shit, this sucks, right? Because these are things you never probably even thought of. I mean, I know I hadn't ever thought of them until I was the mother of a punter. And unless you have someone who's a specialist, you probably haven't thought of it. No one tends to pay attention to the specialists unless they do something wrong, of course. And then all of a sudden, everyone notices. At least being the punter and kicker, their names get mentioned, but the holder and the long snapper, well, if people know your name, it means you've probably done something wrong. The stress level has been increasing throughout the week, and totally coincidentally, I'm sure he hasn't been having great practices. Last night, he came home saying he did horrible. My punts were terrible, to which I mistakenly said, Oh, so what was so bad? Well, imagine the worst punt that you could ever see, and that's what they were like. Okay, then. It's probably better not to talk. A bit later, though, he said how one of his coaches had actually been super helpful afterwards. He told him, you're doing too much. You're overthinking this. You're our guy. We wouldn't want anyone else out there doing this for us. You've been doing this for four years, and you've never let us down. Don't try to do too much now. Just do what you've always done. Just trust that you know how to do it. He's an overthinker. He knows that. I know that. He comes by it very organically because I am a huge overthinker. I am a terrible multiple choice test taker because I will think about the answers until I have talked myself into any of them being right and all of them being wrong. I will lie awake dissecting all of the possible outcomes of something until any potential positive outcome has been completely disbanded. I will think about the spelling of a word or look at the font choice I've used until I no longer even trust that it's actually a correctly spelled English word. I will think about what I am going to say in a meeting or in a presentation or in a podcast until I am sufficiently certain that I have no clue what I'm actually talking about. But I am getting better. I am working on this because Overthinking truly is actually a failure to trust in ourselves. So we really can't stop overthinking, but we can start trusting ourselves more. Self-trust is something that many of us could use a lot more of because trusting ourselves is truly one thing that has the power to improve just about every aspect of our lives. If you can trust yourself You can have the confidence to take on any challenge. You can make quicker and more confident decisions. You will not even question your ability to take action, to say yes, to stand tall, and to speak proud. These actions are what lead us to what we want in life and out of life. It's been just about a year now since I finally started telling people about my podcast. 
It took months for me to have enough faith in what I was saying in the podcast to feel comfortable letting anyone listen. It took me a year of thinking about all of the possible things that could go wrong, all of the reasons that I shouldn't start the podcast, all of the reasons that I would surely fail. It was a full year of overthinking prior to that before I even recorded the first episode. And here I am, episode 103. And look at that. I haven't failed yet. When I know someone who listens to the show or who has listened to an episode, I have thought and thought and thought about what it is they really thought about it. What exactly did I say? How could they take it? How did they take it? Did they think I sounded smart? Were they entertained? Did they like it? Did they like me? Maybe they hated it. Maybe they're thinking, oh my God, I will never get those 40 minutes of my life back again. Or maybe they were thinking, bless her heart, she thinks she's good at this. In the early months, I'd listen and re-listen and even unpublish episodes because I was overthinking it. But like I said, I am getting better. I'm thinking less about what's wrong with my episodes, and I'm trusting more that I actually know what I'm doing. And yes, shocking, I know, but I'm trusting more and more in myself and more and more in that I am actually good at this. I've been studying this stuff for over 20 years, for heaven's sake, and I have been teaching it for just about as long which, let's be honest, is pretty much the same thing as speaking seemingly into the podcasting void. And now I've actually been producing episodes for a year, episodes that have been very well received, I should probably include. I am learning to trust in all of that and trust in myself more because I've come to realize that, yes, I do know so much more than I think. I have the knowledge. I have done the training. History shows that I can do this. Intuitively, I know what I can and should talk about because I know so much more than I give myself credit for. And so does Tobias. And so do you. Can you open up your intuition and let it guide you in your decisions and in your actions? Can you trust that you know what you are being drawn to? and how to actually do it? Can you trust that you are smarter and stronger and more knowledgeable than you think? What would you do today if you had no doubts that you could do it? What would you try? What in your life are you ready for? Are you prepared for? What are you overthinking right now that you'd be better to just let go of and trust in yourself? Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoy this episode or any others, please share it interpersonally or on socials. And speaking of socials, please follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Reframing Me. And on Facebook, it's Reframing Me and join the Facebook group, Reframing Me, the podcast community. Please remember to follow the show so that you don't miss out on any new content. Oh, and please rate and review the show. I mean, preferably if you like it, that's how everyone says that we will grow our community. Until next time, be well, communicate, and trust in yourself.